Hi guys, it's Lexi and welcome back to the Sispig Podcast. I know guys, it's been a minute. It has been a hot minute. Also, I really hope you guys cannot hear my heater and if you can, I am sorry. It is freezing in my house and I couldn't turn it off. But, um, I know in the last episode I literally was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to get back on track, like things have just been happening, but man... Have things just kept happening? Back to back, it's something new every week. And I'm not here to make excuses. I could have definitely made some time. But I was trying to focus on other things um, just for myself to be able to think straight. So, I am hopefully going to be back now. I'm really just trying to get back to being consistent and posting regularly. Um, I'm still not sure if I'm going to be posting bi-weekly or once a week, but it's going to be one of the two. So follow the Instagram so that you can stay up to date with all of that. With all that being said, that's part of life. And that is one reason why this podcast is a thing is to show you how life works <laughs> um, and give you advice to go through all that. So I'm sure I will be making podcast episodes over some of the things that did happen when I'm ready to share about those things. But for now, I'm going to get back into the episode I had planned on making like two months ago. Honestly, I think this episode works perfectly for the time being as it is about to be the new year or it is the new year. I'm not sure when this is getting posted, but we are on the journey to 2024. And that's why I think this episode is honestly perfect. And I didn't even plan it to be now, but it works perfectly. So, so today I want to talk about behaviors and routines that will transform your life. Now, it's only going to transform your life if you put the work in. So this is a magical routine that if you do it once, your life is going to be different. But if you follow these things and consistently try to put some effort into it little by little, you're going to see a huge change because I know I did. And I'm still working on this routine and trying to get better and learn what works best for me. So backtracking, I was in nursing school. Well, I was on the road to nursing school and I was in school for two years. So I was technically studying health science. I hated my life so much. I had a scholarship to get it and I was planning on continuing school, getting my um, nurse practitioner's license, and doing Botox, like being a medical esthetician. Well, that was not worth it for me, and I've always been more creative and more just nothing, nothing in that sort. I never, no, just not my thing. So I was at work one day, and my best friend's boss came in, and he runs a nonprofit, and he also started a couple other really cool organizations that I will get into another time. But pretty much he was starting this program called Gap Year and it's to help kids like understand what they want to do and they help you get internships and get into school and whatnot. But you really figure out what you want to do before you go waste your time. At that point in my life, I was very, I had no routine. I had absolutely no routine when I was in school. I wouldn't even show up to class half the time. I wasn't working out because I was stressed out about school. I wasn't hanging out with my friends. I was not eating. Like, and if I was eating, it was at 10, 11 p.m. at night. 
when you should not be eating. <laughs> um, and I was not investing anything in myself financially, mentally, physically. There was, there was nothing I was investing in. It was just going through the process. Like I was literally just going through the motions. I was just trying to be done. I was just trying to get through it. I just, I couldn't even do it. And so I ended up getting a internship through the program and she is the reason, shout out Natalie. Um, she's my boss. Um, shout out her though, because she's the reason why I started really getting back into my routines. Now I used to have great routines um, as both my parents are ex-professional bodybuilders. I always had a, I always had a workout routine. I was always eating healthy. My parents always made sure that I was keeping a routine. And as soon as I moved out, I just didn't carry those skills, I guess. And it was because I just got straight into adulting and I was like so stressed out and I didn't know what to do. And I was just trying to get through it, you know? So my parents, yes, they totally told me to get back on track, blah, blah, blah. But you know how it is. You don't want to listen to your parents. And, and I do listen to my parents, but there's just some things I'm just like, yeah, yeah, well, I'm too busy for that. Like, whatever. Well, I got this internship with a marketing agency and my boss is, she has like the best routines. She is the reason why I finally got back up on my feet and started working on myself again. Yes, she was my boss and she obviously was making sure I was working and doing my work, which that's never been an issue. I've always been a hard worker, but everything else, like my mental health, my physical health, my relationships with my friends, my family, everything about that, she 100% helped me get back to my roots. You know what I mean? I just didn't want to listen, pretty much. <laughs> and anyways, she started by getting me a gym membership, which that was so helpful because I was paying like $65 to go to Hotworks and I didn't like going and yeah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So that saved me money. So I was getting a free membership. She was making sure I was always good. She was always checking up on me. She was always doing so many things that I, I truly appreciate her so much for it because I was in a very dark spot and I would be in a way deeper spot if I wouldn't have got onto these habits. So I feel like I'm rambling from this beginning and I'm sorry guys, but needless to say, shout out Natalie. I love you. And you're the reason why I'm back onto being able to state these um, healthy habits. So the first behavior that I would say changed my mental health and physical health the most was creating a consistent workout routine. Now, it's not always going to be consistent. There's things that happen. Like I said, a lot of things happened in the past few weeks and I wasn't able to make time for it due to things I had to be at. But creating a consistent workout routine is so important because for one, once you get into it, it's not hard to keep going. It is hard at the beginning. You're not going to want to go. But as soon as you start doing it, you're not going to want to stop and you're going to want to keep going and you're going to, the day that you don't do it and it's not like your day off or your off day, you're going to be like, what am I doing? Something's wrong. Today is not going the way it's supposed to be. And it's because you didn't take the time for yourself. But to get out 
all of the bad stuff and take in all the good is seriously so important. Um, it's not anything about what you look like. Yes, it's a perk, but it helps your mental health so much to just have that time for yourself as well as your physical health because you don't want to get old and your bones are breaking because you didn't maintain a healthy lifestyle growing up. So I would say that is number one. Number two is reading. I am the worst reader ever. I will admit to it. I suck at it. I will read the same page nine times and not remember a single word. I promise you. It's always been something I struggled with in school. And I was always still in the top reading class. Make that make sense. <laughs> I was a pro, um, what it was it called? Cliff Notes? I was a pro Cliff Notes reader. Let me tell you. But now that I don't have to do it as a school project, like I'm not reading to take an exam over it, I love to read. I like to read a lot of self-help books, though. Um, not necessarily like fantasy or fiction or nonfiction or I still don't even understand the reading titles. So you guys are probably like, she's telling me to read, but she doesn't know anything. Hey. The point is, open a book and read it and learn something that you want to learn or that's going to benefit your life. Or if you like reading about things that make you take your mind off things, that's great. I personally still can't get myself to do that part, but I love reading books that will help me with, like I said, my routines, how I do things, everything like that. So I'm currently reading The Third Door, which is a great book. I'm on chapter three right now, so I'm not too far in, but it is so good. And I'm definitely going to make a podcast episode about it because it is seriously so good so far. My teacher was the one that got us the book and told us to read it over Christmas break. And it is seriously just insane. Like it's insane what this kid did at 18 years old. But anyways, so I would say reading what you love. Reading what you love is the most important. Don't read something that you don't want to read. Um, and yeah, it's also just good to extend your grammar and get your mind just flowing. There's just a lot of benefits to reading and I just think that you should do it. Coming at number three is cutting out toxic people. This is something that I have always struggled with and I've always been so bad at because I am such a lover. Like all I want to do is I just want to see the good in someone. Well, it's all the good until it's not and it's completely affecting your mental health and you are just struggling and just trying to find something to latch onto to make yourself feel like it's a good relationship and it's not. Now this does not have to be a toxic boyfriend or girlfriend but it can be, like I said, a boyfriend or girlfriend. It can be your friends. It can be family members. It can be your coworkers. It can be your boss. It can be anything like that. There's so many people that you can just simply cut out. And I promise you, it will make things better. Now, cutting off every single person because you don't feel like anyone is helping you is a little hard to say because you need you need to personally QA yourself 
and be like, okay, why do I think this person is doing this? And then you need to talk to them about how they are doing things or what you're doing to them that's making them be like that. Figure that out. If you guys can figure that out and move and grow and go on, great. Something was just missing and you got to figure it out. But if you have to constantly say something about what someone's doing or why it's bothering you, then it's clearly not working and you just need to cut them off. But like I said, it is hard. It's extremely hard because if you're anything like me, you just want to look at the good. You never want to put anything bad on anyone. And that's literally me. Like I've always been like that. I just, I just grip on to the fact that the one good thing that they ever did to me and that does not mean anything. It doesn't. If they can't consist, if they can't consistently show up for you, then they're ju they're just wasting your time. But I would much rather you spend the time to really figure out someone new and see if they work well with your life or they don't and figure that out rather than to keep holding on to those toxic people in the back that are just holding you by string. It's it's not okay. Um, I've had to do this a lot. It's very hard for me, like I said, so I'm still really trying to get better with it. But you always think like, oh, I can't cut off this person because then this person's going to be, it's going to be awkward when we do this because blah, 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 blah. Well, you're going to just have to take that step back and do it for you because you have to be able to say no to things. That is like such a big deal. Like if going to that Christmas party is going to mean you're going to be upset that night because someone wasn't talking to you, then you might as well just not go because you're holding your peace and letting that just go away. So super important about that. Um, and number four is your finances. The importance of saving and investing is so important and they do not teach you this in school. Let me tell you, I had a reality check as soon as I moved out. Let me tell you. I, oh my God, I can't even, I can't even tell you how bad it was. And that was with me even having help. Like my, my mom helped me with getting my, my taxes figured out and my, um, and my sister taught me the importance of investing and my mom helped me with credit card, like getting your credit up. And my dad helped me a lot too. But the thing is, is you still don't really understand it until you have to go through it. And that's something that I don't think I'll ever understand how you could teach it because that's maybe why they don't. I don't know. Because you really just have to go through it to understand. But at least the first part of just figuring out how much things actually cost. But saving and investing is so important Having a, an emergency fund is such a big deal. Even if you're putting $10 a month out of your check into your savings account, you're still going to have $120 saved at the end of the year. Now, that's not the that's not the best, let me tell you. I would definitely recommend putting more into a savings account. But whenever you get extra money, put that money in the savings account. If you get a Christmas bonus, put that money into a savings account. It's money that you weren't expecting to have. So then 
you put it in the emergency fund so when you do have something that you don't expect to happen, you have that money to help you. It's it's such a big deal. Um, with investing, I'm just now starting to get into this more, but this could even this could even mean investing in yourself, investing in your business. There's so many things. Um, I personally think investing in a gym is very important. You're investing in yourself. You're investing in your health. I think that's so important. It also can go like into investing in other things, invest putting your money into different like CDs, Roth IRAs. There's so many things that saving your money for will help you in the future so that you have a successful future. If you're making 60k fresh out of college, you realistically were just used to making like 20k in college. So, yes, you're getting all that money and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I could get a new place and blah 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 blah." You should probably just save a good chunk of that. So when you actually need a house, when you actually have kids, you actually need a place to settle. There's that. You can live under your means. There's nothing wrong with that. There's so many things you just don't need. And that is hard for me because I am an avid spender. But I always make sure I have enough money for everything. Whether that's my savings, my bills, putting stuff in my fun money budget. I 100% recommend you guys getting the Every Dollar app. It has literally saved me so much money because you don't realize how much money you're spending on stupid little things that add up to a lot of money. I literally saved $400 last month and that's with me having to buy Christmas presents due to this and me realizing how much random things I was buying just to buy pretty much. I don't know why I was buying. I don't know what I... I literally have no idea what I bought because I swear I don't have any less than what I did. So that could literally just be going to Starbucks when you're running late or things like that. Use that. You can totally still go to Starbucks, but put that money aside in your fun money budget and then you can really think about what you're going to spend your money on, whether it's going out to eat, getting a coffee, going bowling. There's so many things. Just save that money. And make sure you are staying under your budget. So I do that every month. I set it up. I put my income in. You can you can pay for the pro version. And it connects to your bank accounts. I really don't think it's important. Like I really don't think it's worth it. Then you put like what you're giving. Um, you put your emergency fund. And you can put different things. Like my I also have a new car. So I put. I don't have a new car. But I have a new car section. So I put money in it for when I get a new car. And then you put your like your mortgage, you put your water, your gas, your electricity, trash, the gas you spend on your car, fixing your car, groceries, clothing, fun money, subscriptions. That's what's going to get you. Let me tell you, as soon as I had to write down all my subscriptions, I canceled probably six of them. I did not realize how much those little $3.99 things I was paying for. Or random things that I don't use. Like, I had Paramount Plus for apparently, like, seven months. And I had no idea. I don't remember ever signing up for it. But I was paying for it. Didn't even ever see it come out of my bank account. So, those things, very important. 
The only three I still have are Apple Music, Canva, and DashPass because DashPass be really saving me money. But honestly, $4.99 a month for free delivery is still like the price of one delivery. So it's like, it's still worth it for me. But Canva, that's for work. It's essential. I have to have it. Apple Music also, I just have to. It's no brainer. But you can't really girl math a budget. I'm sorry, guys. I know the girl math thing is a thing. And you can a little bit. I mean, I'm still girl mathing. Like, I really am trying to save my fun money to buy a pair of AirPod um, Pro Maxes or whatever they're called. The, like, headphone ones. And I was sitting there earlier trying to buy. I was about to buy them. I was about to impulsively buy them. And I was girl bathing it. I was like, okay. So I get six months free of Apple Music when I buy these. So pretty much I'm saving $120. So pretty much these are only $400. And then if I just, well, I was really trying to girl math it. And I really could have, but then I told myself no. Because then your whole budget's messed up. And you're going to have to redo your whole budget. And then that's a whole thing. So pretty much... What you do on this app is you write down or you add in everything you end up spending and then you can see what you're spending your money on. The first month you definitely still might go over budget, but that's that's the whole idea just to figure out how much you actually need to be spending and how much you don't. Because as soon as you are starting to write it down, you're going to really realize how much money you're actually spending. And the last one is to cut out substances that are harming you more than helping you. This one I got from my boss, and I think she got this from a podcast, maybe? I'm not 100% sure, but she was, <laughs> she has, like, a personal assistant, and she was, I heard her on the phone with her assistant, she's like, no, we need to cut out all the cleaning supplies that have bad things, and I was like, this girl, like, there's no way, like, she's making her go through all of her cleaning supplies. No, I see it now. I understand the reason for it. It's actually a huge thing. But some of these toxins in some of these home cleaning products and whatnot literally can affect your brain. They can affect your concentration, your memory, the way you like talk. Like with word confusion, you can get moody, you can get headaches, you can get cravings, you can get vertigo. There's so many things that decline in your health from these chemicals and I did not understand that. This isn't only cleaning supplies like even like the lotion you're using it's going through your skin it's seeping through your skin and it's absorbed or even the perfumes you're spraying you're inhaling them or the foods or the drinks you're drinking you're ingesting those you're literally being exposed to all the toxic substances by every single possible product you buy. But there's so many things like even mold. You might not even know you have mold in your house. You need to get it checked because, man, I had black mold at my last place not knowing it. And I got very sick. And this can be in your bathroom. If you rent, this is something you really should be looking for. I remember my friend, she was living in an apartment and... She kept getting sick. Like, it was constantly she was sick at all times. And her dad was like, you probably have mold in the bathroom. Like, you should have the maintenance people check. So the maintenance people, quote, unquote, check. They don't actually check. Then she was still getting sick. They put some weird thing in her bathrooms, apparently, to make it better. 
No, nothing happened. She scraped out the floor. Complete black mold covered the entire tile underneath the new tile that they put on. They just put new tile over it. That is disgusting. So, guys, watch out for it. Make sure you test because you can be getting very sick from mold. With all that being said, I hope it made sense. I always feel like I'm not making sense on these podcasts. Like, I feel like I'm just rambling. So I'm really sorry if I was. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm just doing audio right now. I'm not doing video. I'm literally in the process of like moving my whole house around. So I'm trying to figure out if I want to keep filming, if I want to just do audio. So let me know if you guys are watching the actual videos. If that helps you, then I will keep doing them. But if not, if you guys are just listening online, um, like... If you're just listening audio, let me know that too because I'm going to do what is best for you guys. So just let me know. But for this week at least, it is just audio and I apologize if that bothered anyone and I will change that for next week. But with all that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Let's have an amazing year of 2024 with amazing boundaries and amazing routines. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. Be kind and I love y'all.